Coming live from Washington, D.C., USA is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever show you are watching or listening to this show on. And today, we have Victoria Raider, Possibility Coach, founder of U2Shine, author, and welcome to the show, Victoria. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kuranya. So great to have you, to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you, Victoria, and thank you so much for your time and coming on to the show. So as the topic says for today, how can you, you can shift your mindset from broke to prosperous? So we'll be talking about that. But can you tell us uh, in your own words, what exactly is broke and what exactly is prosperous according to you? Yeah, you know, it's amazing because when I was listening to your intro, you said, we're, you know, we're going to make sure that you profit from investing your time, from spending your time. In a nutshell, what an amazing summary for everything I do. You know, we talk about three resources, time, energy and money. But in reality, I've come to understand there's just energy and how we balance our time and our money either gives us access to a lot of energy and passion for life or it drains us. It drains our mind. It drains our, um, our physical body. It drains our pockets. And so I think right now as the world is sliding into the global and I think more depression than just recession, I really do. And, you know, we are waking up in the middle of the night worrying about what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Most of us naturally have this thought pattern, if only I had a little bit more money right now, if only I had a little bit more money. And so what I come to understand is that a little bit more money or even a lot more money will not solve money problem, not long term, right? So only changing your mindset will shift your relationship with prosperity. So broke is not the condition of your account. You might have right. a lot of money and be broke in your mind and finish up not having it. Or you can have none, but have a mindset. It's temporary. I'm coming back. I'm doing it. So it's a mindset, not a bank set. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's why I... I, I... I uh, wanted to understand it from you because you are a person who has done PhD in metaphysics and who understands how to create our daily reality. It's not an easy thing to do this, you know, to uh, achieve this particular uh, status of, be a, of a PhD in metaphysics. So we'll come to that. But initially, when you are talking of, you know, different steps of shifting your mindset from broke to prosperous, can you share it for our audience, what exactly they can do to achieve this particular status in life? Love it. So I think there are two different paths. One will be the four steps of abundance. One, we can look at the levels of empowerment, where you are in terms of how empowered you feel. So with the steps of abundance, the first step is you know, well-known is awareness. You've got to be aware where you are in order to be able to shift, change, and redirect where you want to be going. A lot of the world, a lot of us live in denial of where we really are. 
because there's this fear that if I really face all of these quirks, all of these weaknesses, all of these dark pockets that are within me, I will get so self-incriminating, destructive, and incapacitated that I will just be stuck. So we continue in denial. We're hoping for things to change without taking an active awareness step of change. So first is awareness, just becoming aware, fully aware where you are, where you are in your life, and how do you become aware where you are in your life? Good question. I'd say notice what you notice. Because what you right. notice is what you create. So notice what you notice. What are you paying attention to? So the first step is awareness. Okay. Okay. So uh, once fulfillment, you talk about that once fulfillment is defined by their subconscious programming. Can you elaborate on this? Yes. So what you become aware of with that step and the next one would be alignment is that you become aware of what you're noticing in your life. So if you start seeing that, you know, every time people are hugging, I get angry. You have no conscious reason for that. It is your subconscious programming. So what is subconscious programming? It is the patterns of thoughts and emotions that we have absorbed either genetically through our families and ancestors, or we've absorbed before we were age of six, when our brain was in a theta brainwave all the time that was happening around us. So something has gotten programmed into how we comprehend the reality around us. And it for it's like wearing glasses. If I'm wearing green glasses, everything looks greener. If I wear red glasses, everything looks redder. So if I'm constantly noticing, yeah, if I'm noticing people that are rich and they're bad, it's not that all rich people are bad. It's that the filter that I'm seeing the abundance through is the filter of greediness, the fear of greediness and judgment. And that is the subconscious pattern that is deep inside me. Okay. And uh, how does this work? How? What is the sequence of manifesting like if people are seeing uh, looking at things and deriving wrong notions or right notions out of it how does it work tell it, tell, it. Uh, tell it from what you are learning and as well as from the metaphysics part of it how people can you know uh, create their own daily reality for themselves Yes. Yeah, so once you're aware, like you've so beautifully described, then you have to align. So we're looking at four A's, four steps. So from awareness to alignment. So that next step you're, you know, describing is that, okay, I don't like this. <laughs> this what's happening in my life. I don't like, I'm aware. I'm not in denial. What you ask question, you say, what would I rather have? It is such an important question. So first, whatever's happening, I'm aware. Second, what would I rather have? You've got to be very clear in your alignment. Once you align your mind with what would I rather have, you're going to say who are the people that already have it, dead or alive, books or role models, and study their life patterns if you want to mimic the actual figure. Or the next question is, if I had that, <clears throat> how would I feel? How would I feel? What would I rather have? And if I had that, how would I feel? Because most of us want to have financial security because we just want to feel peaceful, because we want to feel protected. We want to feel secure. So then you get to meditate, ponder, and practice 
if I am going to feel that now without waiting for the result to give me permission to feel it, I'm going to align myself with the energy of that feeling and I'm going to choose to generate that feeling in me and stay within that feeling, then you can take actions, which is the next step, from that feeling that leads you to the results of abundance. So aware, I don't want this. What would I rather have? How does a person feel that has that? Generate the feeling, take actions. And with actions, sometimes it's overwhelming for us. We get frozen. We don't know what to do. So you ask the next question, what is the most aligned action? I can take this very moment towards the fulfillment of my dreams and take one, commit to three minutes a day. I wrote all my books at committing only three minutes a day. Sometimes they turned into three hours. Sometimes I just stared in the computer and smiled. Commit to teeny tiny. It's the law of Kaizen way from my Prosper Me book. It's Kaizen way. Commit to small actions and take them. Okay. Okay, Victoria. So you talk that humans, you know, if people are born to prosper, then how do they, they get to the part of getting scared? How does it happen? Oh, I love you. You know, your questions make me all excited. No wonder you are such a phenomenal host and journalist. <laughs> they just go to the depth of you my take, soul. Take your, take your time, Victoria. This is just love the it. beginning. There is so love much it. to talk. Uh, you are only as good as the, uh, as the guest. Oh, so, love it. So, okay. you know, I'm going to share a story with you that is a very short story, but is very telling for all of us. So I was a five-year-old girl in Ukraine, and I wanted to have a hanger for my doll to hang her dress. I was five. Right by me was an electrical socket. <laughs> and the electricity is as high as it is in India, you know, 240 uh, wa uh, amps. And so I pulled a metal pin out of my hair, and I put it into the socket. You know, and there was a shock. I didn't get shocked and electrocuted, but the fuse is blue. And so why am I using this example? Because it's so, so phenomenal to see how all of us have access to power of prosperity, but how our subconscious resistance prevents it. So if you look at, think of electrical power, power is coming to the house and it's all the same flow of strong power. But inside the house, we have different devices. And each device, while it has access to the same amount of power, has a resistance set in it to output different amounts. So a little, you know, 50-watt bulb is only 50 watts bright. But a bright 100-watt bulb is twice as bright. The power was the same, but the resistance changed how it came out. So think of it this way. And I have chills as I say that. Whenever I speak truth, I just, I just feel it. We are all born with the same access to the same power to flow through us and to prosper us. But the internal setting of resistance, our upbringing, our genetics, our subconscious programming prevents us from outputting that same amount of prosperity, of power, and of love. For me, at power, I call it love, life originating, vibrant emotion, energy in motion, which is why it's so important to clue in, tune in, align with this immense power of creating life, which is love. Okay. 
Okay, so let me ask you another question related to this. That, uh, you know, the subconscious, your upbringing, your environment, everything works on you. Then, why is it that people who have a lot of things, they should be happy about things. It does not happen that way. And whereas people in difficult settings, then they are happy. So the happiness index is better there. How is it that people in difficult situations, uh, where if their environment works so much, should be should be unhappy, whereas people who are having everything, they are not so happy. How does this part of reality work? You know, one of the laws in uh, prosperity is the law of gratitude. And so it's important to realize that uh, correlation does not equal causation. Just because things are correlated does not mean that one is the cause and the other is the effect. And so okay. it's like saying all, all men are human, but not all human are men. <laughs> so we cannot okay. say all happy people are poor or all or all rich people are unhappy so since we know they're not correlated what's important to understand is that the energy of joy and fulfillment is one of the aspects of prosperity that is lasting and i define prosperity beyond money it is fulfillment in all areas of life so back to your amazing question i think what we see is no matter how much money there is, if there is no joy, that person is not prosperous. They're just financially rich. Only they know the emptiness in their heart. And the same goes for a person who's joyful and grateful. Only they know the thought patterns on their day on when they wish they had a little more to, opportunity to provide for their children, right? That's the internal, internal parts of being broke. Okay, so let's for a moment leave the money part aside. Then why do normal people who should be happy in whatever they are, you know, from the backgrounds they come and the life they have at the moment, they should be fulfilled, they should be happy. But there is so much of stress, sometimes a lot of depression that is prevalent among almost, you can say, people who should be the most happy lot you came from ukraine you had you had struggled so much and you came up to this level now you could be you know uh valuing in sympathy and doing that but today you are one of the most successful women that i've met so and you are adding value to everywhere you have gone it means i saw those pictures from finland and all those stuff while doing my research now that's such a great thing to see that person who have limited means or whatever their circumstances are, they are fighting out of it to make not only their own life better, but lives of people around them, you know, as best as possible, as they say, God has bestowed you this power to prosper. So help us understand this, you know, uh, this dilemma in all these situations that we humans are in at the moment? I think every great question has an answer in it. And uh, the answer is so beautifully folded in your question. Because we as divine beings, as spiritual beings, as energy, I uh, 
one of the concepts that I teach is the concept of I am me for each one of us with little am, big E, where little am is mortal, it's matter, it's material, and it's manifesting. And big E is eternal energy, and it is essential and expensive. And so I talk about always that our journey on this planet is for material to surrender to eternal, I mean, to, to essential. It is for matter to surrender to energy. It is for mortal to surrender to eternal. And it is for manifesting to surrender to expensive. That is the journey as I see it for each one of us as divine spirits, as energy, as beings. So as we come into this sojourn on this planet, we come with lessons to learn. And we craft, we co-craft that, or God crafts for us the most unique path to learn those virtues. So very often what appears as prosperity and abundance financially is given to a person who's come to learn exactly what you're saying, compassion and contribution and sympathy and empathy. And they're either learning it or failing it. And yet it is Another soul who could be on their journey of mastering absolutely different virtues that comes into lack. They've come to master the virtue of drive and determination and growth and expansion. And so it is only between God, the creator of that soul, and that soul which virtues they have come to master. And the rest of the world spends their time judging each and every one of us as to how we fail or succeed at mastering these virtues. But that is, in a nutshell, is the answer. We're witnessing the transition of the mortal surrendering to eternal, however ugly or pretty it looks for every single one of us. Right, right. Victoria, so you deal with a lot of clients, a lot of people, you know, who come to you for help, for advice. Now, you also find that a lot of people are subconsciously sabotaging their own lives, careers. Why does it happen? What is it that they lack? What is it that they don't understand about themselves? Is it something about, you know, what is it? Is it, is it that their soul is less or is it that they are not uh, in alignment with the universe? How do you see it? What do you advise such people? Because a lot of people who are listening to this and will continue, will listen to it in the days to come, how they can find some answers to whatever situation they are in. I think we all start by asking the right questions that will lead to the right answers. And so when you are in a situation, I look at it from two perspectives of self-sabotage. I do believe all equals, all souls are created equal with infinite potential. And it's the amount of resistance to that potential that appears as discrepancy um, today. And so uh, assuming that that would be the truth that I live by, that you and I and every single person around us is the same uh, potentiality of a spirit and there's no comparison with that energy. How do we build the resistance we rebuild it through upbringing or genetics. How do we reduce the resistance so that potentiality can shine brighter? That is the question. The question is how do I daily remove the resistance to my powerful potential, right, that is within me? And you do it through asking the questions that redirect your awareness so it can go into better alignment, so you can take better aligned and aware action to live a true, genuine 
life of aligned prosperity. So the questions are, if you're going through something hard right now, whatever it is that's happening in your life right now, you feel life is happening to you. This is unfair. It's happening to me. I'm very cautious to say it's a victim mindset because we don't know who's put the person in that mindset. I'm just saying it's powerlessness. You feel powerless. You have no control. You shift out of powerlessness by asking a question, how can I make this better? It's such a practical, simple question. But instead of asking, how could it happen to me? Why life is so unfair? How could they have it and I don't? How could I get sick? How, why am I not asking all the questions that create negative reality? You catch yourself and you say, what can I make or what can I do to make it better right now? What's the one action I can take to make it better? On the other hand, if things are going well, that's that self-sabotage that you're talking about. People are like, oh my gosh, things are good. When will it be over? When will it end? You know, why is it so good? So when things are going great for you, you need to ask a different question. How much better can it get? How much more can I grow? How much more can I impact this world in a better way? So when bad, what can I do better? How can I make it better? When great, how much better can it get? Because every question we ask directs our reticular activating system, the system in our brain that filters everything else to focus and deliver only that that we're seeking. Okay. Okay. Now, let us come to back to the money matters. You know, your book about 35 universal laws to make money work for you. Tell us about that uh, because it has a lot of knowledge into it. And then I'll ask you about your, you know, the life in Ukraine that prepared for your career today. Yeah, the book um, describes laws and their universal laws because um, they can be applied and are applied to every single area of our life. So you can take those laws and the book and apply them in your relationships, in your uh, health, yes, in your health, or in your money, right? So you truly prosper in all areas, which is why it's so important to understand you want money work for you, money to support your passion in life. You want money be the tool. You don't want to be the servant and the slave of the money. <laughs> we have not come to make money. We have come to live abundantly. And so the laws are 35 ways in which you can immediately start improving your life for the life of true prosperity. And yes, if the focus is to go from survival to stability in money, it'll take you there. To go from stability to success, it will take you there. Because as long as we eat, we like food with our meals and money is important to get us there. Right, right. And how do people get hold of this book? How do they connect with you? How do they take your help? How do they get your free resources? One of the coolest things that we offer on our site, which is u2shine.com, as you can, if you have a video, it's yu2shine.com and then backslash money. If you go to that, u2shine.com backslash money, there is a free quiz that you take that tells you what your money healing mode is. 
it actually matches you with a healing mode and it gives you which laws to practice. Um, the book is available on Amazon, but truly, if you go to our site, yotushine.com, you can find a lot of resources that are available for you. Right, right, Victoria. Now about your uh, journey from Ukraine to, to the career that you have today. Uh, and, you know, the most important part is this possibility coach. Uh, <laughs> now, this is not just about you. You have opened the doors for everybody. And this is where the bigger, you know, the most impressive part is that, you know, when, when you look at those pictures from, uh, you know, James Webb telescope, there are two feelings one can have. It, those pictures can dissolve your ego and you will be more aware of the universe. And, you know, I, I think I think for me, that was the only answer that you and you get back to focusing on things that matter for everybody. But you have you did not wait for the James Webb pictures to come in. You started it long, long back. Tell us about this journey from Ukraine to being a possibility coach for the man, humankind. I left the country in my 20s when it's shortly after, you know, the Soviet Union uh, fell apart or but actually five years after the Soviet Union fell apart. And um, I was brought up in a society that had no choices. And so in a way, it was a hidden blessing because I understood very early that while I can have no choices that affect external world, how I feel about it is up to me, that the only choice that matters is how I feel inside of me. And nobody, nobody can impact that or rob that or take that away. So I've gained freedom of choice and passion for choice and for freedom while my choices were very limited on the outside. That's why I say it's so important to be prosperous in your mind first. And I just, I remember dreaming as a kid, visualizing, walking the Great Wall of China with no physical, visible, or political way to ever be there. And yet I have walked it. You know, way, years before I ever was in Notre Dame, I dreamed about it. And so coming from Ukraine to U.S. and understanding that not only internally I can be free, but I can pursue freedom economically, practically, I just decided to take every opportunity I could. And I thought taking kids into Europe to learn about Greek history while homeschooling was a good idea. Came home, my husband said, honey, you put us into debt. Welcome to America. The plastic card you keep swiping, it has no money attached to it. <laughs> and so there, become, there comes my journey of saying, wait a minute, I love traveling. It costs money. What do I do about it? And asking the right questions. Do you guys see that? Awareness. I love traveling. It costs money. What do I do about it? How do I make it better? I became a real estate agent during, during recession, um, learned great skills. And uh, because I developed the systems of success, now it sounds like, oh, you know, with a spoon in my mouth, everything is beautiful. No, no, no. Sobbing every day because, <laughs> you know, talking to strangers, I naturally was incredibly shy. And so overcoming myself and talking to strangers was not easy. But having developed steps of success, I learned that all that subconscious programming that people can know what they need to do, but something is preventing them from it. And I wanted to know what was it that prevented them and how do I help them to remove that? Hence the degree in metaphysics and energy healing modalities to learn how to read that inner potential and drive. And it has brought 
an immense amount of joy for me through my practice. And the greatest joy is to have somebody, a client who couldn't leave an apartment to now own two businesses. You know, there's just no greater joy for any human being than see another human being free. However, that freedom looks to them. That's what I believe. Right, right. And if there is one teaching, one message you had to share, what would it that be? That's my last question. Amazing. I believe that one message would be that you, as you are right now, are at a perfect place to start, to continue, and to expand into the divine mission only you have come to accomplish. You're not irreplaceable. The great mind that has created you has not made a mistake. You have a role to play that nobody else has. So joyfully keep discovering that role because we need you. And that would be my one message. And my second message, uh, we did a special uh, coupon that I forgot about. Um, if any of you listeners for your specific program, if they go to our website and they look up quantum freedom, they have a coupon to save 30% if they put KAJ, K-A-J 30. Oh, actually, you know what? It might be KAJ Masterclass 30. My girl just texted me that we have coupon for you because we loved the conversation so much. So I will text it to you. You can put it in the show notes. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Victoria. Uh, thank you so much. And, and your name itself signifies victory. Victory beyond the victories that you are achieving in your career. I think the biggest victory that you have achieved is victory over yourself about, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing that I can say. And thank you very much for your time. And on this note, it's a wrap on this very edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. What a